Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Ptena, and today we'll be taking a tour of Akashic Records, or soul books. Before you can read one, it's handy to know what it is and how to operate it. A soul book, unlike a physical book or other media we work with in our everyday lives, is not a static thing. We experience paperbacks, hardbacks, and ebooks as inanimate objects, written by someone or a group of someones, communicating something. The same goes for Facebook posts, tweets, emails, podcasts, newspapers, blogs, TV programs, radio shows, or even plays. In all these cases, someone is expressing their opinion or telling a story in a static, somewhat permanent format, and you are taking this in without much real-time ability to interact. Agreeing or disagreeing, liking or not liking, are secondary actions and necessarily come after the initial communication, often separated by large chunks of time. In contrast, your soul book is akin to a living diary written by you, for you, taking down every thought and feeling and action you have in real time, much like a court reporter. In essence, this book is an aspect of your soul. It is 100% built to reflect who you as a soul have been, are, and are becoming in and beyond physical embodiments. It's completely responsive to you as a whole being, including the portion of you going through your current physical life. Every part of your book reflects something about you, and this means the entirety of your being. On the other hand, while students tend to approach their book as a repository of wisdom concerning all the big questions and mysteries of this life and the next, it is also sentient and responsive to the moment. It will take into account the conversation you had with your yoga instructor in the morning, the vacation you took to Bali or Vegas last week, or the argument you just had with your son, and translate its message with those experiences in mind. It's not unusual for a book to convert pages into rice paper to reflect a recent trip to Asia, put things into Wild West slang to acknowledge a binge watch of Hollywood westerns, or bring relationship information to the surface unasked as a means of cutting to the chase and reflecting current priorities. Soul books are a unique information source, which is willing and able to take initiative. As you start reacquainting yourself with working with your own book, you'll be able to rely on this feature to guide your deeper understanding of who you truly are. Within your soul book are records of all the lives you have ever had, all your previous experiences outside of embodiments, all of the teachings you've received, the skills you've achieved, your deficits, your dreams and personal achievements, your goals, and needs. It also has records of all you are and do with the part of yourself which stays behind when you choose to live an embodied life. This is what is sometimes referred to as the higher self. Soul books also have the blueprint of what you plan to do and be in this life, along with a relationship map of all the beings you are and can possibly work with as this life unfolds. While the future is not set and too complicated to predict with any accuracy, your book maintains a constant projection of opportunities, possibilities, and what could be. 
It is constantly updating outcomes to all situations you're connected with, even tangentially, and projecting this information out to create a web of potentiality. Soulbooks display information in a variety of formats. Experiential media is akin to virtual reality, where you are joining the story in progress. After asking for information on a topic, you may find a visual emerging from the book which expands until it envelops you. During the experience, everything will feel and seem very real, other than the fact you are unable to influence it. This is a playback of an event or a visual description of information, and so can't be manipulated any more than words on a printed page you're reading. People will not see you and objects cannot be moved. However, you will experience everything as if you're there. When the replay is complete, the VR experience will deflate or retract, and you will find yourself back in your chair in the library, facing your book. Another variation of this is what I call the Alice in Wonderland effect. Portions of your soul book have pictures on the left-hand page, with accompanying text on the right. The picture is not static, but a portal into experiential media. By touching it, or even concentrating your eyes on it for a few moments, you will be drawn into it like Alice falling down the rabbit hole. Once the playback is complete, you'll be returned to your chair with no discernible motion. Just, I was here, now I'm back. Experiential media can be a bit shocking at first, but the librarians are available to help you access it comfortably. Transportation media is similar to experiential in how it functions, but it's used for current and unfolding events rather than plain text or history. While we experience life in our bodies as a complete and whole event, the majority of our soul does not fit into such a finite space, and the greater part of us which is not embodied remains in the Akashics carrying on with our lives there. Transportation media can take your consciousness to where your other half, as it were, is participating in an activity or process so you can watch as you carry on your vocation or education. This can be helpful for those souls who have a specialty, such as soul creation or healing, and also those who are working on particular issues within their soul group. It's common to experience this when working with Section 4 of your soul book. 3D representational media is what we wish 3D movies could be in the theater. Objects, mechanical systems, or even diagrams can lift off the page and can take on physicality through this process. This allows the reader to work with them, change them to see what happens, pull them apart, and fully explore what they are and what's possible. Once done, the item just disappears back into the book as if nothing had happened or a tool was being put back in its appropriate place. Symbolic media is something I find fascinating but can also be problematic. I call these symbols or words nuggets because they're so much more than they appear at first glance. Often they are such a high vibration or so dense with information, they are physically hard to see on the page or the object. The eye either dazzles and can't see through the blinding light, or scans past without really seeing them at all other than to recognize a symbol is there. If you are able to see them, the experience can be like an experiential picture. They draw you in and flood you with information which can take quite a bit of time to sort through. Or they may work like Akashic objects where information continues to unspool the longer you hold your attention on it. 
and the information most likely will be of a myriad of types. In one symbol, there can be a description like a professor's lecture, plus 3D imagery, as well as a physical symbol you may use in a journal or sketchbook to bring its essence here, plus much more. The final type of media to be explored is the most ephemeral, thought form download. This is when you interact with the media, touch it, read it, see it, and then just know all kinds of information about the subject or your questions, which has no obvious source. This process is painless and non-invasive, but can be startling at first. It's what we dream of doing when we want to learn difficult or tedious things by osmosis. I wish I could just put the book under my pillow and have the information soak in. Well, this really works in the Akashics. However, it can also be a bit frustrating, as there is no directing the flow of information, no adding or subtracting from it, no any way to figure out why. The information just is. So, with your soul book being this magic diary spanning the entirety of your existence and constantly updating, it makes sense reading it would happen in a unique and dynamic way as well. It's not the kind of book you open at the first page and read through to the end, or a mystery where you can skip to the end to see how it all works out. It's a complex interactive repository meant to record and monitor all of you. As such, like you, it has no true beginning or end. It's not linear in how it presents things, and it's unlikely to unlock its secrets the first time you ask. Besides, the process wouldn't be much of an adventure if it did, and life is definitely an adventure. The skill of reading a soul book is not a mental formula to learn, but a skill, like a sport. It takes practice, which in practical terms means your understanding of what you're experiencing will unfold over time, and you won't get everything perfect all at once. Your ability to get information, understand the answers, and direct the conversation will improve with each attempt until the skills become second nature and simply part of you. Lest you think you can't do this, you're not an athlete or don't know how to get started, remember you didn't always know how to write drive, or even walk. These are skills you successfully mastered through repeated attempts, practice, and incremental improvement, which means you can do this too. Now, I use the word reading to describe interacting with a soul book because this is what one does with a book. Whether reading text, looking at illustrations, listening to an audiobook, or interacting with a pop-up book, we call the interaction reading. Working with a soul book can be just as varied, but the term reading seems to make the most sense in context, so it's the term I use. Soul books are unique, so unlike actual books, the first page will almost never be a title page. There will be no publisher listed and no publishing date. What will be there will either be blank, as your book is not yet ready to reveal itself, or be incredibly unique to you and to this moment. I've seen soul books open to a first page which has what seems to be an illustration, but in actuality is a portal for teleportation media. You'll fall into it like Alice into the rabbit hole, and when done, you'll be back in your chair looking at the book. I've seen first pages that are parchment cutouts, which become 3D pop-up images of objects relevant to the person in the moment. 
Usually, they're highly significant in that they are a gentle introduction to a radical new understanding of the person's nature. I've experienced the first page having a symbol or symbols on it relevant to the person where the front cover did not. I've also seen a front page where symphonies played and I was transported into the cosmos to hear the harmony of the spheres, which is the song of all that is in its beingness of this intricate and interwoven now. I can't know what your first page will be like, only that it will be beautifully and uniquely yours. Similar to your first experience with the Akashics, the first time you connect with your soul book, you might find yourself falling asleep or being pushed out of the meditative state. This is completely fine. It's your body and soul's way of indicating you've done enough and you need to rest and process. This should resolve itself within a couple of sessions. If it doesn't, or you find yourself floating, not able to stay focused on your book or at the table, then you might need to back up a bit. With a little bit of practice and patience, you should be able to come back to your book and start reading in earnest. And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be discussing how imagination isn't the best thing to rely on for working in the Akashics, and how to use meditation for better results. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can find all my offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Thanks. Bye.